0: We might be reaching the point of this shelter in place thing where you're getting really annoyed with the person you live with.
1: Are you saying that you're getting really annoyed living with me? Not
0: at all. Uh, What I'm saying is if that's where you are, maybe rethink that. Remember why you got married or got together, moved in together in the first place, because a man in Oregon decided to be a super supportive husband. And he said that when his wife got, uh, her hours got adjusted and she was going to be working third shift, he would stay up all night with her for a couple nights to help her adjust to it. Oh, Right? So he, in the middle of the night, decides that they need energy drinks because night number one wasn't going well. So he goes to a store, he buys some energy drinks, and he also buys $10 in scratch-off tickets, ends up winning $100,000. Wow. Because he wanted to be a good partner, a good significant Sparta. other. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Now, the detail that I didn't find out until after the fact was that the wife who got moved to third shift, shift—it's mm-hmm. um, that's actually his boss. So she... He works at the same store she does. So he was trying to be doubly supportive because he's also kissing up to the boss. Cute. And ended up $100,000 for sure. I love
1: that guy.
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our outdoor dining area. Got a little brick patio. It's been all power washed and dusted. There's no more pollen on it, and I love it.
1: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that we have friends in our neighborhood. Um, yes, was it yesterday? I kept my days are running together when I have days off, um, and I had yesterday off work, and I had two of my girlfriends who live in my neighborhood come back their cars in, like towards our house, and from 12, 15 feet away, we got to see each other for the first time in, in a couple of months, um, socially distanced style. Everybody sat in their trunks.
0: I've actually seen that in a couple different places. Um, I went to to pick us up sandwiches a week or two ago, and in the parking lot, which was otherwise empty because everything was closed, were like four friends, and they had backed in their cars into like every other spot, mm-hmm. but like pointing toward each other, and they were all outside. Leaning on their back bumper against their trunk, they'd all gotten sandwiches from the store, yeah, and you know, cokes or whatever, and they were just sitting around having like it was like a tailgate. It's good to see
1: faces. Like it's weird to not be able to hug because we haven't seen them in like months, um, and it's just weird not to be not just to have to say hey and then not be able to hug and stuff. Um, but it was really nice to see their faces. And don't worry, I did vet them before, like. Not all of my friends I would even be 10 feet from at this point right? because I don't trust the way that they have been like, quote unquote, quarantining or I know they don't care and I really care. So I've been saving my socially distant interactions for people that I know care as much as I do. And neither one of these people have been outside their house in two months. So I was like, okay, I feel safe being 12 feet away from you. And I love you. So are, I'm grateful for that.
0: Are they like doing a tour where, the, are, where they're going to different people's houses that they haven't seen before and just – pulling up in their front yards or
1: we're in a group text. Cause we're, we live so close. Like the three of us are in a gr- got it. group text. And one of them was like, I got to get out of my house and we are both moms. So they're at home. One of them has three kids. One of them has two. And oh, they're just like, that's why you're not,
0: that's why you're not going to their house. Cause exactly they, there are no kids here.
1: They, that would be it. Well, I assume that's why they didn't volunteer because I don't think moms can really sit, you know, in the driveway without mom, mom, right. mom. And they were like, we need to leave. And Got I'm like, it. well, all I have is dogs. So come on over. Bring it. But just pee before you come.
0: Right. Because you can't come inside. <laughs> because you love you. Because we're going to hit you with the power washer, pressure washer before you come in the house if you need <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> yes. I know we talk about doing daily gratitude and daily gratitude, wonderful. Highly recommended. it. If you have not joined this train yet, there's literally zero reason to not do it you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to be overly smart. You don't have to read about gratitude. There's no reason to not do daily gratitude. So there, that's my little- there,
0: there really is no downside to it. And and Callie, longtime listeners of this podcast know this already. But when Callie and I started, we just used index cards.
1: Because that's what we found in Jeff's desk.
0: Because I had a bunch of index cards. And you know, unless you're in school, if you need index cards, you can only buy them in like packs of 200 or 250. Right. And generally speaking, you need 20 of them. So now you have 230 right. index cards.
1: Why do they do that? That's so odd. I never I, thought about that before. Because when you're in school, you need all of those. But like grownups, right. like one pack of index cards lasts us like
0: years. I'm fascinated by things. This is going to be a weird tangent before we get into um, your your gratitude plan. But I, am, I have become fascinated by things, by businesses that exist that don't really sell a lot of things. For example, and I know, I'm I'm not talking about the business model. Like I I know that all these companies sell other products or probably have other revenue streams. But for example, Q-tips. You go and buy 500 Q-tips for
1: like five dollars in a
0: box for like yes yeah, six ninety nine or whatever the price is at Target and they will last you seven or eight months, right? Right. So and you're
1: only buying them like once every year and a half.
0: So the every no per, year you'll buy them once every nine months. So you yeah. every every two years you'll probably buy three packages. make more sense in my head. My right. I know what you're trying to do though. But my point is. If you buy your own Q-tips from adulthood, let's say age 18 through death, let's say you live to be 88 just for round numbers, right? Mm -hmm. That's 70 years of Q-tips. That means the average person is only going to buy 70 boxes, maybe... 105 boxes of Q-tips.
1: Same thing for things like Vaseline, rubbing alcohol. You know what I mean? Like you're rubbing
0: never, you rubbing alcohol.
1: Like rubbing alcohol is something that you always have in your medicine cabinet yes. or your whatever. I know we don't really do medicine cabinets anymore, but whatever. You, where you keep your first aid? Yes. And how often have you ever finished a thing of alcohol before? That's alcohol. Rubbing alcohol is one of those things that your hydrogen peroxide. And maybe when you have kids, you use it more because I remember we always would like skin our knees, and then your mom through hydrogen peroxide on it to clean it. And then
0: it would bubble up and you're like, whoa.
1: (laughs) But uh, if like through your tears, you were saying that because it stings really bad. No,
0: little boys, I was always fascinated by that. That was cool. Pouring hydrogen peroxide on a cut and watching it foam. (laughs) I think that might have stopped me from crying.
1: But those are those things that you don't use all of. And then you realize when you're cleaning out your bathroom once a decade, that you got all the expired pills and the expired rubbing
0: alcohol. How about you know this? What I mean? Callie and I have under our sink a large, not a gallon size Ziploc bag, but the one smaller than that filled with band-aids because you can only oh buy gosh. band-aids in packages of like 60. And as Callie said, it, it'll probably change as kids enter the picture. But right now, we need four band-aids a year, maybe. And and for whatever reason, we have this giant Ziploc bag full of band-aids and none of them are ever the right size.
1: I think we just need to toss them. Well, again, maybe and not because having kids, but... Um- we, I think we're buying like value packs, you know, where there's all different sizes. Cause why would you not? Cause you never know what you're going to need. And then we never wound up using the small ones. So we have like all of these like tiny band-aids that don't even fit around Jeff's finger.
0: Right. The tiny, the tiny, tiny ones. And
1: then we have the huge ones that if you're using the huge ones, you probably should be at a hospital.
0: The, you, had, you know what I mean? It's the band-aid that you would put over stitches. Right, like Like, it's that type of type of thing. Like
1: big square ones.
0: But if you just cut yourself, you know, with a with a knife or something, and you just need to put a band aid over it, we don't have one that fits.
1: We don't. And the weird thing is, is we have hangups about going to buy more because we're like, well, we have. Because we have so many. But. (laughs) not <laughs> on
0: the right side. Right, and then I am in in there always I get mad every time because like I'll cut my arm or something and it won't stop bleeding. I'm like, "Okay, I got to put a bandaid on this." But I go through the things and it's like, "I don't need a waterproof whatever. I don't need a fingertip bandage. I don't need one that makes it look like I just had, you know, a growth removed. I don't right. need I just need I just need a bandaid." So, anyways, back to gratitude. So Back to gratitude. So, so if we're being grateful, Okay. I am grateful that we have an assortment of band-aids. I find it amusing. that It we, brings
1: us a little joy. That it we, makes us laugh. We
0: rarely have the size that we need, but we do have band-aids.
1: Uh, but we do have band-aids. Um, so my gratitude thing is, okay, yes. Daily gratitude, fabulous. Every day, perfect. But during times like these, I think it is important to kind of like reflect on the Because gratitude is really about being in the present. That's what gratitude does. It forces you to think of right now what's in front of you. But here's, here's my And that's
0: thing. why we we advocate doing it every morning because we like to start our day. There are people who also advocate for doing it every night mm-hmm. and reflect back on your day and think of one or two or three things that you're grateful for from that day. But it's always a daily find something within the 24 hour period that you're grateful for. But when times are weird, you got to kind of adjust it, do it, do an additional exercise. To- Jeff
1: and I were taking a walk yesterday and I was like, you know what I've realized? Like I've been kind of reflecting over the past month and I was trying to find things that I thought were really cool about the last month. Cause there's a lot that's been weird or like, you know, not super fun or whatever. And one of the things that I came up with that I was like, you know what? I need to give a little credit and be grateful for that because I skipped over it the whole month and without even realizing it. And it was, I am so grateful that you and I have gotten to way, way slow our lives down during this first trimester of being pregnant, um, So, because I think we're kind of soaking it in more than we ever would have had we both been running in 5 million directions.
0: And that is something that's like a bonus gratitude that I think would be helpful for everybody to do is go back and look, because we can all, I think we're, we're all okay with April 2020 being canceled. Like, let's just, can we just erase that from the history books? Right. But we all got through it. It's now May. What can so that we don't just have that blah feeling. What can we be grateful for in the entirety of that month? Did you get to connect with your friends or with your family in a way that you wouldn't have without that given time? Did you get to experience teaching your children? As frustrating as it was at the time, did you have any moments where you're like, wow, this is really neat? Did you survive job cuts that are all over every industry? Are you still employed? Did you lose your job, but at least, you know, have a furlough plan that keeps you in health insurance and allows you to explore something else? What is there of the month of April that you can be grateful for? Like, I think above and beyond daily gratitude, that would be a really cool thing.
1: What are, what's yours for April?
0: Um, for April, I think, um, the, and the, the fact that this podcast exists, and the listeners of this podcast are supportive of it, not shopping from our advertisers or signing up to be part of the advisory horde, but supportive of the ideas that we have mm-hmm. and allowed us to deliver over one thousand meals to third shifters working in hospitals, Mm -hmm. that kind of, it just happened. Mm -hmm. And like, first we asked for the money, then T-Bird found the hospitals, then she called the restaurants, and then we spent the money and it just kind of happened. And when I look back and I'm like, we delivered over a thousand meals. Yeah. Like that's like, that's what a great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And I think without trying to sound, stop me if this sounds cocky, but I think there's something to be said. I mean, I've worked in radio for a long time and, and I think working in radio, I've had the opportunity to build up some, some audiences and some people who are supportive of stuff that I'm I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that that currency just didn't go to waste simply because I left radio. Yeah. Does that make sense? You're,
1: well, it's not currency. It's like your relationships.
0: Yeah, but that's a currency. Like there's a value to that. Right. Like a, a friend of our Kramer, who started his podcast, has done something similar. He's, you know, started Kramer's the Certified Mama's Boy podcast or whatever. He has been able to take his currency of his radio audience, and he's doing good stuff with that as well. So it just makes me feel Grateful. Yeah. Grateful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here are my three random things uh, for today. Number one, a uh, four-year-old, and I, I can't, I don't believe this is true, but I am certain that we will hear from parents who will confirm this or even say the number's too low. A four-year-old on average asks 437 questions a day. Oh my God. Uh, number two, if you've been thinking
1: 437? about- 437. Yeah. That's a lot of
0: questions. Right. So if the kid is up for 16 hours, that's a lot of math. I'm not going to do it, but that's a lot of questions. Uh, If you are thinking about buying a new car, this could be a good time to do it. A lot of automakers are offering really generous financing incentives. Um, They're also deferring payments for the first three to six months on new car purchases. So this is a good time to get a new vehicle at no extra financing charge. Um, because car sales were deemed an essential business, um, many dealership and so the dealerships are like, or manufacturers are conducting business as usual, mm-hmm. business as normal. Um, dealerships have to move cars off their lot. So now could be a great time to go online, car. pick out your new car and, uh, and get it. That's from the car connection. And this one I put in just for you, Callie. Haribo, the maker of the classic gummy bears,
1: best gummy bears ever,
0: is turning 100 this year.
1: Oh, happy birthday.
0: They've made a limited edition treat called a passport bag. It's gummies from all over the world. So you'll get. Yeah,
1: see, no, I'm not into that. Yeah. World of Coke ruined that for me. Yeah. You know, cuz okay, so World of Coke is in Atlanta. If you come to Atlanta, it's like kind of a staple. If you grew up here, you've been on a field trip there or whatever.
0: They also have it in Disney, at Disney World, um at the at Epcot Center mm-hmm. where you can go into their Coca-Cola whatever and they have the same thing.
1: From around it's like different Coke samples. It samples up their drinks from all around the world and some of them are terrible. Yeah. But you don't know until you try it because how would you cuz we don't know. You know
0: is China the one that gets everybody or is it Ireland I or is it India remember there's one that's you uni- by Americans is universally bad like all the other ones people are like nah not too bad or oh I could get used to it or man nah, it's not for me but I can understand there's how many There's one that's like terrible there's one that you're like coca-cola is feeding that country kerosene yeah And they're selling it. They're carbonating it. And they're selling it as a soft drink. Uh, The Haribo Passport Mix has cherries, airplanes, alligators, bears, cola gummies, and more. Cute. Um, They're limited edition. But people who are commenting on the story that was on delish.com said uh, they found them at 7-Eleven. Do you know about the sugar-free gummy bears? Mm -hmm. What do you know about them?
1: That they make you go to the bathroom. Yes, they do. I've never found them though. So I feel like it's like an urban legend that they even exist.
0: Well, if you go to Amazon and read the reviews, there are people who have found them and purchased them and had experiences with them.
1: Right. But I think the whole thing is a farce because I've literally a never seen them. A farce
0: or farts? Farce. Got it. <laughs> um, would you like to read one of these reviews? No. Why not?
1: Because I'm a lady.
0: You can read it. I think it would be better if you read it. Why? I think you. if you go to Amazon.com or, and search the sugar-free Haribo gummy bears, there are reviews on there that are amazing. They're amazing. Go ahead, Kelly. I don't
1: think this is.
0: Why don't you just read it until you can't read anymore? I
1: feel like this is not our show appropriate.
0: It starts with the gentleman. How about
1: this? How about I read the last paragraph.
0: The last paragraph, you have to, there's a story.
1: Okay.
0: This guy gets on an airplane. He settles into his seat. Do you want to tell a
1: story or you want me to tell a story? Carry on. I reach into my carry on bag to grab my headphones. I see the gummy bears. I maybe had four or five, but four or five too many because once the bears had a few minutes to adjust to their new home, they began to work. It started out with a little cramp, which is normal with gassing on a plane. You do not want to (laughs) on a plane. So you hold it in. It's airplane etiquette. It would come and go over a few minutes. So I thought nothing of it. Then it got worse. The cramps intensified. The sweating started and I began to notice people looking over at me (laughs) about 30 minutes into eating these bears. My thinking went from, Oh, these are just farts. I can hold them to, Oh dear God, not here. I have been a Christian my whole life. And this is a test. If there is a God, please help me leave this plane with my dignity
0: intact. (laughs)
1: Um, I can't read the rest of it. It's so
0: gross. Well, you can't just leave him hanging there. What happened?
1: After. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is such dude humor. Like, I I do have one friend that, like, loves poop and fart jokes, and I totally don't get it. And
0: Who's your friend who likes poop and fart jokes? I'll tell you later. Why can't you tell me now?
1: Because I don't want to.
0: Is he a family member? No. Is it a coworker?
1: I just don't want to say their name.
0: Why do you think that poop and fart jokes are the end of the world?
1: Oh, I don't think they're end of the world. I just don't think they're as like knee slapper funny as some people like my co-hosts do. Mm. After waiting for the intense cramp wave, I'm just laughing at you because of your face.
0: Okay. I won't look at you.
1: After waiting for the intense cramp wave to pass, I stood up and jumped over the, those two women. I waddled to the back of the place. your face where the least amount of risk would be to my dismay. It was in use that left. It doesn't make sense. I looked down the aisle and saw my Mount Everest. I had to somehow keep my cheeks tighter than Fort Knox whilst waddling (laughs) forward while spring. No one gets out of their seats. Are you losing it right now? After 5 minutes of stop and go, I made it to the bathroom and was pulling my pants down as I entered the bathroom. I'm seriously not going to read the rest of this. It's so nasty.
0: You're just going to leave people hanging. They need to know how it ends.
1: Okay, I'll read you the ending. I washed my hands and threw water in my face to calm me down, opening the door.
0: You're going to you're going to you're going to skip over his near-death experience while sitting on the airplane toilet? Yes. His conversations with God? Yes. Okay.
1: It did say, it did use the term sweet release. <laughs> <laughs> um, opening the door, I saw the phases looking back at me. Apparently, the seal to the bathroom was not airtight. Letting just the slightest airflow from that bathroom to the main cabin possible. There were da- these were daughters, mothers, and children looking at me. I could feel their questions and comments. What have you done? We still have two hours left. Please divert this plane. Good job. Does that make you happy?
0: Good job. So happy 100th anniversary, Haribo. Haribo. Gummy bear things.
1: If they actually exist.
0: If they actually exist.
1: We have um, a special graduation themed pick me up newsletter that comes out today. And if you haven't signed up yet, you can do that by going to callieandjeff.com and then click on the newsletter tab. And Katie will be putting together a, well, has put together an amazing um, little hodgepodge of congrats for graduating seniors. So if you have a graduating senior and you're listening to this show on the day of release, you have a couple of hours to get um, your submissions into her, email her at katie, K-A-T-I-E at callieandjeff.com come.
0: I have a feeling that the, this is going to go for a couple of weeks because I think once people see other graduates in there, they're yes. going to send theirs. So, um, But send it as soon as possible. We would love to honor your very special 2020 graduate in our Pick Me Up newsletter. Right now, though, let's say thank you so much to the partners who are making this episode of The Upside possible.
1: I recently replaced all of my old nasty bras with third love bras. I thought it was time to like, you know, grow up and and clean out that drawer. And I have never looked back. They have bras in over 80 sizes, cups from AA to I. They have half cups, which actually I am. And they have bands from 30 to 48. They're all made with signature memory foam cups and no slip straps. And here's the thing that I think is really cool is that you can live in the bras. Because how do you know before you spend a couple days in your bras if you actually like them and Get through your day with them and still like them, um, without wearing them. You really can't. So Third Love says, okay, you can wash them, you can live in them, do whatever. And if you don't love them in sixty days, you can send them back to us, no questions asked, and we will donate them to a woman in need. How cool is that? Go to thirdlove.com/slash/upside now to find your perfect-fitting bra and get fifteen percent off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/slash/upside, and that'll give you fifteen percent off today.
0: These interesting times that we find ourselves in leave some people with extra time. And if you're like my dad, you've used some of that extra time to write down thoughts, memories, experiences from the past, and send them off to family. I've gotten a couple letters from my dad that have really, really been special. Just stories about things that we've done or stuff about his upbringing that I didn't know. And I loved them. I think I'm going to send my dad a Story Worth gift. What it's going to do is prompt him every single week to write about one specific thing, and you can select from their questions, or you can submit your own prompts. But you can tell uh, to uh, ask Story Worth to to tell your relative to share a story about their upbringing or a chance that they once took or something that really surprised them. And then at the end of the year, you're going to get those stories compiled into one big keepsake book. It's a great way to bond with family, preserve memories. And right now you can get $10 off. All you have to do is go to storyworth.com upside. That's storyworth.com upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase at storyworth.com upside.
1: One of our favorite favorite. favorite discoveries over the past couple of years has been the company Dinner Affair. Now here's what we love about it. You order whatever is best for your family. For me and Jeff, we order about 12 meals a month for um, two to three people is what's best for us. And they bring them to your door or they ship. They ship nationwide and they come frozen. You can stick them in your freezer and we take them out about 24 hours in advance. And it takes all the guesswork out of dinner and the prep work because they mix everything. There's no chopping. There's no dicing. There's no food that's going to go bad. They've done all the hard work, all the mixing. You just assemble it and put it together and you have a healthy meal on your table without ever having to leave your house. And right now that's a really convenient solution for meals and it has made our lives tremendously easier. If you want to give Dinner Affair as a gift for Mother's Day, you can save $25 right now by visiting dinneraffair.com and using the code UPSIDEMOMS at checkout. That's a discount that's just for you. So you go to dinneraffair.com and use the code UPSIDEMOMS, U-P-S-I-D-E-M-O-M-S at checkout and you can save 25 bucks today. Name Noise. You can't Can, see it, but I'm having a little dance party over here. That's why I'm not talking.
0: Callie's actually doing like a TikTok dance to the Name That Noise theme music. I
1: do like the theme music.
0: Uh, our contestant today is Susan. I can't read my own handwriting. Is that a six?
1: Yes. Name That Noise is where we record a noise. You listen to it and give your best guess, but the noises are harder than you think.
0: Well, this one is.
1: Well, they're supposed to be. In theory. In theory. And Hi. We- Susan, it's Callie and Jeff. Hey, Callie. Hey,
2: Jeff.
0: Hi. How are you? Welcome to the podcast.
2: Um, great. Thank you. Love you guys. Congratulations on the pregnancy. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much.
1: All right, so Susan, do you think you know what this, I was going to say this week's name, that noise, but that doesn't make any sense because this is a podcast. So do you think you know what this, what this noise is? How confident are you?
2: Um, I do believe I've heard that noise before.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, Jeff, are you going to play it again?
0: Yeah, I'll play it for you one last time and give it a listen, and then afterwards we'll ask you to name that noise.
2: Okay.
1: All right, Susan, name that noise. Is
2: it a manual timer that you have to wind up? Ooh, that's a good idea.
0: Like a manual timer, like a kitchen timer type of thing?
2: Yeah, I mean, you could use it anywhere, but my mom had one in the kitchen.
0: Okay. I'm thinking I'm visualizing like one of those white plastic ones with the red letters or red numbers. I think my grandmother had one.
1: My mom had one. It was like a white one with black thing. And you turn it?
0: That is a great guess, Susan. It is wrong. (laughs) It is not (laughs) a timer, manual, automatic, kitchen, or otherwise. A timer is not the right answer.
1: Thank you so much for playing. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.
0: The good news is, Susan, you are able to play again. Anybody who wants to play and get their guests in, all they have to do is text the word NOISE to 800-434-5454. And uh, when you text that in, we will randomly pick one every 24 hours. We call you to play. So, Susan, thanks for being a part of it. And feel free to play again. All
2: right. Thanks a lot, guys. See you. Bye. Bye.
1: I have an idea that I want to throw your way. And I know it's kind of cheesy because like everyone does this, but I always find it really inspiring. Okay. I am wondering if we should do like a little, like a short kind of commencement address.
0: Like for the class of 2020?
1: For the class of 2020, or just because I feel like thing. It's always a nice time of year. You can, you know, we have no connection to high schoolers really. I mean, we have some friends with high schoolers, but we don't have like a super, you know, like we don't have a graduating senior, right. but I just feel like now at this time when you're seeing all these celebrity commencement speeches, doesn't it kind of get you in the mood to like re-energize your life and just be hopeful for the future?
0: All right. I have two, I have three things that I would like to say about this. One I am fascinated by the fact that just a month or so ago, you talked about how much you did not like radio ideas.
1: I know. And now there's two of them.
0: And two of three of them. There's that you love the jingles. You love all the jingles that we do. You want name that noise. You like the. Um commencement address idea. And then there was something else that where you were like, we should do that. I think, I don't think you dislike radio ideas. I think you like the traditional way that radio ideas were presented.
1: I like older radio ideas. You know what I mean? Like I like the old, like when radio was fun. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like cheesy for the sake of being cheesy is like, what's the point? Got it. You know?
0: I'm not sure that I get it. I don't know why I say got it. Cause I don't know. You don't get it but it's fine. I just think it's funny. Like
1: I like nineties radio in the same way. I mean, in the same way that I would prefer. So like, before, 90s before, game before
0: I came to Atlanta radio, you liked the radio. Yeah. And
1: then you got here and you just destroyed it. Not nineties radio, but like, you know, early two thousands radio, it was different. Okay. It was lighter. All right. It was a lighter time.
0: Now the, and the the second thing I want to say is the commencement address I, th- this is something that I, the show that I was on would do this every year. And I always had torn up feelings about it because I, it's probably overthinking it. But in my head, I'm like, nobody has asked us to come speak to a regular graduation. Right.
1: So like, no one cares.
0: So nobody cares to hear what we have to say. So then we're just going to do it. So I would always try to make it funny.
1: I don't like the um, people who are like, you have the, your whole life in front of you. Like, I don't mean that kind of a, m- a commencement address. I mean, like a motivational pep talk about growth and a new chapter in life. Okay. Like, I think we do it upside style.
0: All right. Cause
1: I don't think the cheesy, like, you know, and make sure you take quarters for the laundromat. Like that's dumb, but you know, <laughs> like life lessons to take with you on if you're starting a new journey and it could be any journey. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're senior or not. I just thought it would be something cool and upsidey to do. And I know it's not, you know, reinventing, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Okay.
0: But. The only reason that I like it more this year than in years past is because my heart breaks for all the 2020 well, graduates who don't get to have a ceremony or or a commencement speech or anything like that.
1: Because let's be honest. I mean, the second semester of senior year is like the, like, that's the reason you go to high school right? because um, there's like all these fun theme days and all this cool stuff. And you're running the school and you're like, you know, living us last, like every last moment with your friends. And yeah, it's, I would have just been torn apart.
0: And then, but then you go off to college. So
1: did your, you must have not had a fun high
0: school. So, why?
1: Because you're like, oh, well they have that stuff and then you're fine.
0: What do you, what? But
1: it's a huge deal. Like you didn't have senior week and all the things that you look forward to for four years.
0: No, our high school was really small. We had 55, 60 people in our graduating class. So it's just
1: like, woo, you're done.
0: Well, I mean, Yeah.
1: Oh my God. We had you so many traditions. And I remember we were upset because the biggest tradition that we were all excited about, I went to private school, we wore uniforms and our senior year, they changed the uniform. So we had been waiting some of us since like seventh grade or earlier to be seniors and be able to wear khaki pants and khaki. The girls would wear khaki skirts. That was like the big senior
0: Only the seniors were allowed to wear that style.
1: Yes. So you could see seniors coming from a mile away. It was a huge rite of passage, like getting to park in the senior parking lot. And our year they changed the uniform.
0: Did everybody have different colors or were underclassmen all wearing like.
1: Underclassmen were all um, plaid skirts or gray skirts. Or, but it um, wasn't gray like, pants. like
0: juniors didn't wear plaid skirts, no. freshmen didn't wear gray skirts, whatever the entire
1: school, starting from kindergarten, wore the same thing until you seniors, became a senior and then you could wear khakis. And it was like the biggest deal ever. And our, it changed with ours. And they're like, Hey, we'll give you guys a blue polo shirt. And we're like, cool. <laughs> like polo shirts only look good on guys. Really? Like I never looked good in a polo shirt and they're like, and you get to be like baby blue. And we're like, those aren't even our colors. Anyways, it was a whole drama. So I get that point of it. But then we had a really big high school. Like when I was growing up, we had the biggest high school, like private school in the country. And so there were like 300 something kids in my class and we had themed days all the time. Seniors took their exams earlier. So those were over. And then on the very last day of classes, seniors all like crowd by the door of their classroom when the bell rings, when you have your last class of last period, everybody runs into the lounge and then you sing a song all together and people tear their uniforms and untuck their shirts. Cause that's, you know, private school rebellion. It's like yeah. untucking your shirts and it's a whole thing. And then every day Girl, there's a theme. Girls
0: were rolling down the waist on their skirts. So it was an in, two inches shorter, right. and unbuttoned in the top button.
1: Uh, and then there was like, we had a college like t-shirt day where we would get to wear, you know, everybody got to wear what the t-shirt of the college they were going to. We had um, like a like. I feel like you, I feel had, oh, all, best.
0: Y- all you're doing right now is just rubbing it into any graduating senior who's That's listening. That's true. Right I now. shouldn't
1: have done that. Anyways, what I'm saying is. Here's what I
0: you think- need to know about my school, which was so small. Like here, can, if you have a thousand people in your graduating class and 20% of them participate in any one activity, whether it's pranking the school, whether it's going on a senior trip, whether it's, organizing a ditch day, anything like that, that's a tremendous number of people all doing it. Mm-hmm. My school, if 20% of a graduating class did it was something, like two people. it's 10 people. <laughs> like, so it's not, it doesn't, ha- it, I just don't think it had the same impact. you know what I mean? Yes. Like if 20% of the senior class is all going to skip on a certain day, you it wouldn't even it wouldn't even slow the line down at McDonald's if they all went at the same time to the drive through.
1: Yeah. I just realized I totally rubbed it in. Remember yep. and reminiscing, but I was trying to say, I get why it's such a big deal. It's something that I looked forward to the whole time I was in high school.
0: Okay. Let's leave these kids alone.
1: And I was going to say, so I, I, hear, no, I understand and I sympathize with you and we love you. And, um, the good thing to know, and here's your upside is that week is really fun, but then it's all over. Then you're going to have a great summer. And then if you're going away to college in the fall, college is awesome. And you have such a, are fun you doing your years. commencement
0: address now?
1: No. Okay. I'm just trying to like undo the damage that I just did. Oh, well, Cause you're right. making me feel bad.
0: Uh, you don't feel bad. Nobody who, um, is graduating in 2020 is listening anymore because they heard you get a minute and a half into that. And they're like, we get it lady. And they turned us off forever. Mm. So, um, but yes, if you would like to do commencement addresses, we could do a commencement address.
2: I think it would be fun. Thank you for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
0: If you have not already done so, please find us on Facebook. Uh, Just search Callie and Jeff. There are two ways that you can hang out with us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, so please give it a like and then you'll get our updates and all that cool stuff. And then we also have a Facebook group, which is a little more exclusive. Um, We make you apply to be a part of it and the reason we do that is because we just want to make sure that not anybody can pop in there and get like political or nasty yeah we don't have time for that that's not what we're about it's more of a discussion of stuff that we talk about on the show and we want to keep a certain energy but we don't reject anyone we just think that it's easier to keep people who want to be nasty out if we ask you a couple questions before you get in so find us on facebook like our page join our group we would love to hang out with you there as well
2: Allie and Jeff, it's Laura and Marietta. I had to pause the episode where you're talking about what sparks joy and the things that you love and you have them in the basement. I went through a cleaning out exercise on a Facebook group or something where they said, if you love it that much, then why does like a piece of Hobby Lobby decoration take place on your shelf and not that? So I have, my grandmother passed away when I was pregnant with my first daughter and I have her recipe box and it's got her handwriting on all these recipe cards. And when I read that on a Facebook group, it just broke my heart that I had a piece of junk I bought in a store that means nothing to me on the shelf in my grandmother's recipe box in a box in the basement. So now we've moved twice since I've done that and every place we move, Granny's recipe box has a beautiful spot on the shelf. So if you love something that much in your basement, your great-grandmother's tea set or a piece of china, you've got to find a cool way to display that. How cool is it to walk someone through your house, once you can have people in your house again, and say, this was my great-grandmother's whatever, my grandmother's whatever, my great-grandfather's whatever, my report card where I didn't do well in PE. Maybe not that. But things that are significant deserve a significant place. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing.
0: Yesterday, I just couldn't wake up. I don't know what it was. I I got up at my normal time. I actually had a great night of sleep. I had the breakfast I usually have. I had my coffee a little bit later than normal, but I was just groggy and foggy all day, and then it dawned on me. I'm dehydrated. We went out for a nice long walk in the beautiful weather and uh, it was hotter than we expected. I didn't bring water with me. It It just all snuck up on me. So I grabbed a stick of liquid IV powder, mixed it with 16 ounces of water, and drank it down pretty quickly felt better within minutes because liquid IV gives you hydration at two or three times the rate of water alone. Plus you're going to get four different B vitamins and vitamin C. So liquid IV is the most efficient and the fastest way to stay hydrated. You can have your stock of liquid IV ready for you at home just by going to Whole Foods, Costco, or Target or save 25% and order online. LiquidIV.com. Use the code Upside. Check out to save 25%. That's liquidiv.com. Save 25% using the code UPSIDE when you check out.
2: Hey, this is Mary. And I was listening to today's episode where you were talking about the things that you would want to go away or to stay after the quarantine time is up. And I am all about curbside. Let's keep curbside everything. I don't have to get my kids out of the car. I just got back from picking up curbside, a cookie decorating kit for them. I made a purchase at a consignment sale that I, a shop that I picked up curbside and also dropped stuff off to sew. So I got a $100 check and it was awesome. Let's keep curbside everything. I love it. It's so convenient. Love you guys. Love this show. Hey, guys, it's Joy. I was just listening to your episode 247 talking about getting into the line at the grocery store, the 15 items or less. It never fails. I'm the same way. I never will get into the line if I have more than, you know, 10, 15 items, whatever, but it never fails. I'm standing there, and the person who's running the register for the 15 items or less will always motion me over to come over there and get in line. And I hesitate, but I go. And even still, I feel guilty. It never fails. I put my stuff up on the conveyor belt. They're ringing it up. And wouldn't you know, somebody behind me has two items. And you can feel their eyes boring into the back of your head, getting angry and mad. And I always turn around and go, she made me do it. Or he made me do it. But it always happens. And I just thought that was funny because I can totally identify with that. Anyway, thanks so much. Bye. Hey, Callie and Duff. It's Lori. I'm calling about um, things that we on from quarantine and things we would miss. Um, I'm all about, I'm 100% on board with curbside pickup, contactless delivery, all that fun stuff for ordering out. Um, another thing we could do without is standardized pets. I have three children and miraculously they're all going to be um, promoted next year without having to take standardized pets. I'd be totally cool with just no more standardized testing. I was a horrible test taker, lots of anxiety. So,
0: um, no more standardized
2: tests. We don't need them. Okay, thanks. Hi. Hi, Callie and Jeff. (laughs) This is Rebecca, and I was just listening to um, the How You Holding Up episode and the question on what would you be okay with either sticking around after the pandemic time is over or things not coming back just like the push for supporting local i think it's everyone is um got that so much more on their radar now with trying to reach out and support as many local uh, restaurants and
0: businesses as you can from time to time you may stumble fall you will for sure have questions and you will have doubts about your path But I know this, if you're willing to find out what makes you come alive, you will be happy, successful, and you will make a difference
1: in the world.